Hi everyone, it's Teresa and Dave here from the shoegang.com. Hello guys. Hi, we've been away for a couple of weeks, but yeah. we're back. Back in the room. Um, ready to roll. Ready to rock and roll, baby. We are, sure indeed. And this week, we're on Wellington Boots. Purely because of the weather. Yes. Getting a bit wet and windy, isn't it? So you need to know your wellies. Mm. So we thought, this week, we'll do wellies. Why not? What's it about? Yeah. What's it all about, baby? Yeah. Well, you know the start of it. I do know. Uh, I do know a little bit. So, sh- sh- shall I carry on? You certainly carry okay. on. Okay. Yeah. So, Wellington. That's your side of okay. the task. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> so, Wellingtons yeah. actually come from the... the um, most people in the UK would probably know come from the Duke of Wellington. Yeah. Um, he won the battle, didn't he? he? won the Battle of Waterloo. It's not a battle, it's one of the big battles that defeated Napoleon. Yeah, which um, other sang about, wasn't there? Waterloo. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Carry so, on. So, Duke of Wellington, uh, he was given a pair of uh, Hessian boots by German soldiers who were actually auxiliaries in the British Army in the Napoleonic Wars. Right. Okay. Uh, and then he um, he he was once asked uh, about the most important part of a soldier's equipment, and he right. said, "Firstly, a pair of good shoes. Secondly, a pair of good shoes, and thirdly, a pair of half soles." Right. Okay. Not being funny, yeah. but I would have thought a gun would have come in handy. <laughs> Just a point of reference there. Anyway. Well, you know, we could go back to the Mexican pointy shoes and fighting. Yeah. No, we won't go there. No, we're not. We? Yeah. No, we're not going to go back We're not there. going back there, baby. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, the old Duke was so inspired, he asked uh, shoemaker George Hovey of St. James's Street, London, to modify them. Uh, and uh, what he did was he crafted a Hessian S boot. From uh, calf skin, yeah, leather, and treated it with wax. Right. Okay. And they were christened the Wellington boot. Right. Okay. That's where it come from. Um, uh, up to the 1850s, wellies made from leather until Charles Goodyear. People. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Discovery of vulcanized leather. The chemist um, uh, just purely by accident uh, found that if you added rubber and sulfur wax uh, over a hot source would cause natural rubble to harden. Rubble? <laughs> rubber. Yeah. Natural rubber to harden. Yeah. He quickly painted this idea and started to make tyres. Right, yeah, because I was just, right, I can't remember when cars were made. Well, I suppose they were for cycles, maybe. Not sure. They came along before, bicycles came along before cars, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I think so, baby. Yeah. <laughs> just throw that in there. Mm. Yeah. Chuck it in, huh? Yeah. Don't worry. Why not? Yeah. 
Anyway, a guy called uh, Hiram Hutchinson yeah. saw the potential for waterproof footwear and he acquired the rights in 1850. He, he moved to France and started the Rubber Shoe Company. Oh, I wonder why he moved to France. Couldn't he do it here? Cheaper, probably. Probably. Brexit. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, the French farm workers yeah. went from wooden clogs to waterproof wellies. Right. So they were obviously very, very happy. Yeah. Uh, and then in 1856, it all happened very, very quickly, this yes. stuff. Henry Lee Norris and Spencer Parmelite, maybe, yeah. uh, moved to Scotland and they uh, be- changed their name and became the Hunter Boot Limited, right. which okay, is yeah. the most expensive pair of Wellingtons you can buy from the, is from the Hunter Boot Company. Still going. Right, even now? Even now. Even now. Yeah. So... Uh, that's sort of like the history of it. Yeah. The Wellington boot, where its name come from and how it turned from Hessian into rubber. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Because, like, um, I was reading um, shoes, a history from sandals to sneakers. And in chapter five of that wonderful book, it's uh, War and Wellingtons. Mm. Okay, so apparently there was a, in 1836, there was a manual for officers. And it said the grand principle of marching is that from the hips upwards, the body be held perfectly steady without jerking or balancing from side to side, which you you still see today. Don't you know, when, when you see people marching. Yeah, I think they. I suppose we mostly see, we don't see how officers marching we mostly see like russia and yeah we, we don't have that do we no like china russia and south korea have these great big military possessions possessions processions processions, processions yeah and um we don't seem to have that but you can see that in the way that they march yeah aren't you yeah and it was it was quite interesting about this uh, the generals and officers need you to know the pace of men yeah so that they knew how to get them from one place to another so how long it would take them to get there and they would drill them these I suppose when they joined the army yeah because you get that impression now that they just spend a lot of time drilling I think they? you spend a few months so I think it's called square bashing yeah doing that and so, getting used to like the yeah. steps and so they were drilled until they moved with mechanical precision yeah Hmm. and the pace was the exact length of a soldier's step which in the British army was 30 inches which is stop laughing because that's quite long actually 30 inches that's about two and a half foot it's a good length yeah and I couldn't imagine myself stepping Two and a half foot. No, I'm pretty if sure. You practice, no, then. I'm pretty sure we do that anyway. Just walking to the shop, two and a half foot, and step. Yeah. Well, the, the, I mean, this is why they had to 
because it's sometimes you don't sort of like necessarily think of things, do you? And that's why they had these drummer boys or the drums yeah. in the army, which was to set the pace that the army, ah, I you know, the soldiers I, walked. I always thought that was to scare the opponents, mm. but yeah, it was to set the pace. Ah, okay. So. 75 paces was ordinary time. I think, I think that's a minute. Mm, yeah, it would be, yeah. And 120 was quicker time. That's pretty... But if well, you're yeah. stepping 30 inches so I suppose the 120 a minute... I suppose where I came from the idea of, like, like the drums were used to scare the enemy. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's a... If, by your reckoning, if it's by the steps, that would be pretty scary thinking, they're getting closer. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool, they, they sped up. Yeah, because apparently, as well, that height didn't matter. Height? What, height of the step? Or yeah. height of the what? The height of the soldier didn't matter in the pace. So whatever height you were, you were still expected to do the same Too right as well. Step. Yeah. So, like, when you see these marches of, like, North Korea, and they're sort of like, they do the goose step thing. Yeah, but, but they all seem to be the same height. So but, do you think they select soldiers that are all the same height? Yeah, but their goose step is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like That must be a different pace, though, it, it? It's like their toes come up level to their chins. I know. And you sort of think, like, well, I'm not too sure you're going to... It's not a natural step, no. is it? No. Well, I've not seen it around in Manchester anywhere, <laughs> to no. be honest. And the soldiers were regarded to march regardless of the terrain. So if they were marching along when there was a big puddle or it was really muddled, 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 muddy, Harry Potter, yeah, they had to still step in time. Yeah. So it didn't matter how dirty their uniform got, as long as they stayed in time. That was the most important thing. Yeah. Then, like in this book, it was saying that army boots were a clear marker of masculinity. Mm. And there was also the social class of the wearer, because the uh, the infantry wore the blucher boot. Which apparently resembled a labourer's boot. Looks very much like a Dr. Martin shoe. Yeah, which were like ankle boots. Yeah. But the officers wore the Hessian equestrian Wellington yeah. boot. On an horse. Well, no, no, I presume they marched in them as well, because they must. Or were they on horses? Officers were always on horses. Yeah. So okay. there, and Blucher comes from. It was named after a Prussian field marshal, Gebhard Leverett von Blucher. Ah. That's very, my German accent. Yeah, very well done, <laughs> And they were, he, he asked for um, better footwear yeah. for the infantry. Yeah. You know, so that they could uh, march better, and I suppose for you. Yeah, because I think they were, I think they were all getting like trench foot, weren't they? Like um, wet feet in cold mud, yeah. And they were all like um, getting gangrene or something like that. Yeah. So they were. He asked for a boot with side pieces lapped over the front. So presumably that gave 
the better protection with their footwear. See? See? The thing is, see, side pieces meant something in them days. They did. You know what I mean? Side piece now means like extra fries. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Corner of the cup. In our world. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the Wellington boot really was just for like um, gardening. Yeah. Farming. Stuff yeah. like that. And of course, we come back to the old thing that um, we always seem to end up on. Uh-huh. And that is the British Royal Family. Indeed. The British Royal Family, um, when the lady died before she was princess, maybe, when she was courting Prince Charles. Oh, was she? So she would have been Lady Di then. Lady Di. Um, she was seen in a pair of boots of uh, hunters and um, their sails went through the roof. As per usual, any royal scene wearing a certain pair of shoes, yeah. that's it. Like, um, I'm sort of wondering whether they should start their own fashion company. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, maybe we should look into what sort of like Harry and. Uh... Too sure we're allowed to say Harry, are we? I don't, I don't know. know, are we? Is that politically correct to say Harry and is it Merkel? Megan. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Harry and Megan. Yeah, yeah, shh, shh. Don't do it. Yeah, we won't. But like what the young royals are wearing nowadays and, and see if yeah. that influences fashion today. And of course, like because Lady Diet wore, because um, most wellies are black. Yeah. Aren't they? Um, but she wore green. Yeah. Green hummers. So, um, um, <laughs> even down our allotment. You've got green. I have I have got green. You but, have got green. But that is purely by accident. Yeah. That I just, I think I got them in a charity shop, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can see certain people that wear them because they're seen as like middle class to upper class. Yeah things because oh we've got green wellies yeah um and they go walking with their dogs in them don't they through the countryside and yeah or the yeah, parks and yeah and then like um of course it's moved on to um a new trend of the uh, music festivals right yeah where um you know like uh, music festivals in the uk um are normally wet affairs yeah it's normally pouring down with rain yeah and um, so you need um, a good pair of wellies. Yeah. Don't wear your white trainers, guys. Pointless. Yeah. <coughs> and um, so they come into another new fashion from another new generation yeah. is to wear that type of uh, boot. But um, but, does it, but like... some of them, like you know, like like hunters. Would cost you between two hundred and six hundred quid a pair, yeah. but they would last. You know, I've got would a pair they? of Dunlop, haven't I? I've got Dunlop. I've, had I've got Dunlop yeah, as well. Yeah, your green ones. Yeah, yeah. Dunlop. But I've got a pair of black Dunlop, haven't I? And they they've worn pretty well because now in the shops you can get the Wellingtons, but they seem very thin. Yeah. Mm. And not much substance to them. So really. And they look very pretty. 
There's but, all like lots of pretty designs. But you don't so. need substance. You need dryness. I know, but sometimes it it depends on how long they last. Because I've had them at Dunlops for years, and recently um, we found some ankle Wellingtons, mm. haven't we? Which yeah. are brilliant for the allotment yeah. and brilliant for just wearing if it's a bit wet mm. out as well. But they don't necessarily mm. last that long because you you get a leak. Yeah. You know, my recent ones, because I think the ones I had before lasted about two years, which I was quite pleased about before they got a hole in. From out of the pink ones. But the pink ones I've recently got have been about a year. Yeah. Because obviously once you get a hole... So really, you need a Dunlop pair. I do. Yeah. And just so we're transparent... Yeah. We're not advertising Dunlop. No. No, it's all. just that I happen to have a pair but of, like, Dunlops. They, they, they are the stuff. Yeah. Like, my, my Dunlop wellies, and, like, believe me, they go through some, like, hard graft yeah. down at the allotment. Yeah. And um, I've, I've had them for about seven years. Yeah. And um, they're still cats. They've still got their soul. Yeah, they're uh, good pieces to have if you're into your gardening sort of stuff. But um, we were looking at, um, I looked up wellies today and... Uh, you found something wonderful just for me, didn't uh, you? Yeah, I wish I'd never clicked on it, actually. <laughs> um, they're called um, Floral Bliss, Floral Cowboy Boot Wellies. Yeah, they look uh, pretty good, actually. Yeah, so they're sort of like uh, cowboy boot length. Um, they got the two... What do you call them? Stirrups? Pull-ups? Yeah. On the side. Now we've got Dr. Martin's on the back where you hook your finger around. <laughs> These ones are on the side, so you pull them up. And um, and uh, they're very floral. Um, but... They don't look... They look more like a fashion thing. Much more a fashion thing. like... Yeah. Long wearing. I mean, 69 quid seems quite expensive for... Yeah, it's like walking your dog along the park as long as you don't walk on the grass. Yeah. Stay on the path. You can walk, walk right. through a few puddles in them. But saying that, I might send it to Wade over yeah. in America. Yeah. Because I know he's after cowboy boots. Yeah. So I might he send... might not quite be after those. He might want more traditional, I think. Yeah, but I might send him that just in case. Unless his wife likes them. Because yeah. I think they're more of a woman's I don't, could fashion you, could style. You, I don't know. I don't know. I think like I think I could pull that off. No. 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 Really? Yeah. A Not pair, the ones that you're looking at. A pair of them with a the um, allotment tracksuit bottoms. Because we do look very glamorous, don't we? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Started, yeah. I, I reckon I could pull that off. No. I don't think, I think they would just be for day wear. I don't think I'd wear them. Well, you know. Allotment. I'd, actually, I'd just wear them to, like, to, to be honest, out during rainy weather. Yeah, to be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't tend to go to the allotment that night time. Because it's too dark. But, um, I'll leave it to your discretion, as usual, honey. Oh, you want to, oh, you see, so you don't need to go down there in the dark with them on. No, you were saying, you said, like, for, like, for daytime. 
And I said, well, I wasn't thinking of wearing them at night time. Oh, down right, lockdown. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, guys, that is the history of the Wellington boot. Yep, so far. Yeah. More, you can't get more precise than this. No. And that. So, uh, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you for joining us. And we'll, we will be back next week. Yeah. With another, another episode. And we can hope join us yeah don't forget to leave your messages on www.theshoegang.com yep. and we're um give you a shout out or if you want to ask us any questions we will delve into it and yep. uh find the uh, details we'll on that right there. we'll be there okay, guys so have a good week everybody and take care <laughs> put your bottle down yeah sorry guys <laughs> I, <laughs> mouthful of uh heineken beer there Again, not sponsored, but <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. Um, yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you very much. And uh, see you next week. <laughs>